0: The folk duo, the Royal Foundry, is made up of Jared and Bethany Salty, and they're sitting down with us tonight. Guys, thanks for meeting up with The Antidote. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having us. I often ask a band about how they formed, but with the two of you being newlyweds, maybe you should tell us the story of how you met.
1: Um, well, uh, we met actually at uh Junkyard Poets concert, which was my old band, um, we met in Pinocchio and Bethany was a preacher's kid, and her dad was having us play at his church. And, well, we met there, and she played some songs and opened for us. And from then, I kind of knew that, you know, there's something special to this girl. And then we just slowly
0: moved into dating after that, and three years later, we're married and new band This question's directed to Beth. Now, Beth, does Jared ever give you any trouble, or have you got him under pretty tight control?
2: No, he's he's pretty good. (laughs) I haven't had any complaints yet, but I guess we've only been married for about four months, so give me a couple more months and I can answer that maybe a little bit differently.
0: The Salty clan has quite a musical legacy. I mean, your dad Arlen had a hit with his rock album Great Big Noise back in 91. Your sister, Linnea, is recording music with her band. And of course, you are also the front man for Junkyard Poets. So is music really a part of the Salty's genes?
1: I would say so. I mean, it's it's something that I was just naturally drawn to. And everyone in the house, even my brother, who's, you know, uh, he's studying to be a nurse. I mean, but he still loves music and plays piano, royal conservatory stuff. Like, it's, it's... Pretty much in
0: all our family. Jared, since I brought up the point about your other band, Junkyard Poets has always drawn an eclectic mix of styles onto the records, but did you ever really expect to find yourself creating a dedicated folk album?
1: Um, Actually, I always knew I wanted to do that because back in high school I would make a lot of um, like, it was still eclectic music, but I would make a lot of singer-songwriter stuff, and and I would usually record about a song a week just of that kind of style. So, um, yeah, I've, whenever we've been doing junkyard poet stuff, I've always missed that kind of intimate side of doing the folk tunes.
0: And what about you, Bethany? Has that always been a draw for you, folk? Or what's been your influences?
2: Well, um... I've just been a lover of all types of music, but especially in today's, where where I'm at in today's life and how everything's panning out, I've definitely been more drawn to that side of music. So when we did start writing all this stuff, it just came naturally the way it did. So we didn't really intend to become this folk band. It just kind of came from us.
0: So do the two of you share the songwriting? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Jared, um, he mostly writes the music and then we kind of collaborate together for the lyrics. So it, it works really well between the both of us.
0: Well, Jared, you're not only a musician, but you're also a music producer as well. How difficult is it to mesh your two roles during the recording of Wherever We Go? Um, it,
1: it definitely has its advantages because we have unlimited time, right, to... To record stuff but at the same time it's hard to separate those roles because oftentimes i'll have a technique or something i did um with another client and that's you know embedded into me and how we should record something and it's it's hard to separate myself from the engineer to the artist and vice versa so
0: it definitely makes things difficult but yeah it's good but you keep pretty busy with your own studio you deal with quite a number of artists yeah, no, it's it's
1: definitely a full time thing, and and the balance of, of time there is is tough. And I mean, we we recorded this album and around like recorded and mixed it in about three weeks, and we had to carve out that time, and it had to get done in that time, and yeah. So it, it's tough, but it's it also keeps me fresh working with lots of different types of musical styles, and maybe, maybe that's why Junkered Poets is so uh A D D because it's I'm working with, you know, country, metal, rock, whatever in the course of a couple of weeks.
0: I think I've developed a motto for the Royal Foundry, and I think it should be uh, go big or go home. Cause I was reading your bio and I found that you guys played your very first show on live television during the GMA awards. How much stress <laughs> did that put you guys under?
2: Um well It was more shocking for me because I had no experience on stage, um, minus, you know, worshiping at church and leading worship there. But, of course, Jared definitely coached me through the entire thing. But I kind of think it as like a a little bit of a blessing in disguise just because it really, um, I really had to jump into the deep end on things personally. Um, Of course, Jared was quite used to it. But um, I really think it, Definitely eased my way in a lot better um, to just go head on in to the chaos of it all and not really knowing a whole lot of it. So for me, uh, it was a little bit, yeah, definitely stressful for sure. But in the end, I think it turned out okay.
0: That's called plunging in <laughs> into the cold water yeah. first. <laughs> so, what about the future for touring? You guys have plans for that? Are you going to keep it local? Are you going to spread out further um, afield?
1: Uh- you know, when we first started, I think in our heads, it was more of a local thing, but um, we've gotten a lot of positive feedback and we have really uh, felt recently that this is something we should work on, um, you know, almost full time and just put all our efforts forward into this and, and the music, yeah. So, I mean, we, we are planning to tour extensively and we'd love to get to a place where we're doing about 100 dates a year.
0: Yeah, that's pretty extensive yeah. touring.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, we love it, so.
0: Well, we've only touched a little bit on the new album that you've produced, Wherever We Go. It must be difficult, though, to choose one track to be the first single from an album. So what made you choose Run Back? Um, uh,
1: it, it uh, What made us choose it is it was the only song we had at the time.
0: That's a good reason.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a good reason. We thought, you know how the whole GMA thing lined up and we we just wanted to submit something and we had already written it, but it was, you know, okay, well, let's give this a shot. And then, you know, it turned out pretty good. So that, yeah, that's, that's the reason. (laughs) I think, I think our next album will be a bit more purposeful, but for now
0: that'll work. On the song Abraham, the lyrics read, we struggle and strive to be perfect band-aids on festering wounds alone with our thoughts and religious talk but oh wait, he's coming back soon. Now, did you write the lyrics from a personal perspective, or are you trying to make a statement to Christians?
2: I would say it was a little bit of both. Um, But I think a lot of it had to do with just like how Christians are stereotyped. Um, And rightfully so. I mean, we have made our mistakes in the past. And, um, And so I think it is a little bit of... Um, especially uh, on Jared's side of things with him um, having his father as Arlen Salty and being in the limelight, and me as a pastor's kid as well. Um, having a father as a pastor, you have this, um, this kind of mentality of being a perfect Christian because you're the child of the pastor or you're the child of you know this um, incredible uh, guy who's ahead of this huge ministry of breakthrough. Um, so I think that kind of played a little bit um, into there as well, but I think it also does act as a statement.
1: So, Just about, I mean, as a more general statement, just about how, you know, um, I get wanting to do good and to be morally sound and be uplifting to the community and body of Christ and all that stuff, but pretending to be perfect is just, it's stupid, it's silly, and... And that's kind of where it comes from, and that second line band aids on festering wounds it's just pointless. Why would you put a band aid on a wound that or something that's gangrene? It doesn't make sense.
0: do you find that's generally true with Christian music that it is all the positive and it's not showing the reality
1: um yeah, I do find that quite a bit um There's a lot of great Christian bands out there that have a great message and, I mean, positivity is great too, but I think it's important to have a balance and to be, you know, somewhat realistic about things.
0: Your song, In the Middle, states, When we showed our cards, it sure was hard not to give up for the middle. When wrong is right and black is white in love, that ain't right for the heart we choose to bear. You know, I think many people want to live their lives and their faith to be black and white, but is it always that way? No, it's definitely not black and
1: white. I mean, there are some things that we, I think, choose to call grey that are definitely black and white because it's easier to call them grey, but um, there's a wide spectrum, I think.
0: Which of the songs from wherever we go, which of those speak most to you? Hmm i don't want to say they're all special that's lame (laughs) i need to be selective here means who is the favored child
2: yeah
1: it (laughs) is
0: i know
2: (laughs) well i'll tell you that um the very last track where we go that's um that's the engagement song that jared wrote for me when he proposed to me so that one for me is the one that that i like the most but that's because it's (laughs) for personal (laughs) reasons
0: oh jared you're revealing your romantic side and that's my least
1: favorite one musically so
0: (laughs) it's funny how that works (laughs) yeah but remember your wife is sitting next to you so you have to say yes that is definitely my favorite song
1: But it, was, but it was written before the other ones, so I, I got better, I guess, is what I'm thinking. <laughs>
0: um,
1: uh, it's like a philosophical question,
0: but it's so hard. And sorry, yeah, I like hard questions.) <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite has to be Abraham.
1: I just like the message of it, and uh, it's just, you know, going to be one of the fun songs to perform. Um, Just because it's very dynamic. Uh, I think just musically and lyrically overall, it's my favorite.
0: The impression I took from your album, Wherever We Go, is that it's a statement of both the love you share with your wife and also your love and faith in Christ, but it is your recording. So what intended impression were you wanting to leave on your listeners?
1: Um, I think that's actually exactly it it it's a generalization but it's it's just about wherever we go we're in this together and uh Jesus is in the middle and and yeah
2: i think a lot of our songs have um a lot of early on love in our relationship during our our dating years and so quite a few of the songs um i mean i, I worked as a youth pastor as well for a while before we got married and um so a lot of them were inspired by um, my time in ministry there as well. And just seeing these kids and how it's easy to um, to kind of write off, you know, a, a dramatic teenage girl or, you know, a teen angst boy and and think that it's just a phase that they're going through. But just how, you know, you mix that in with media and entertainment and this hyper-sexualized society that we live in and how hard really it is to actually be a teenager and to stay healthy in, in that form. And I mean, it, it does talk a lot about um, our love for each other and um, our love for God as well. But um, it also pulls in a lot of, um, a lot of issues that, uh, that we've experienced over the, the course of our time together, for sure.
0: The Royal Foundry's debut album, Wherever We Go, releases January 31st. And where are listeners going to be able to find the album?
1: It's um, on all the online stuff. It's going to be on iTunes, uh, internationally, and um, RDO, and, yeah, I think it's on everything. But uh, actual physical copies, you'll have to pick up at the show or on our website.
0: And your website is? TheRoyalFoundry.com That's an easy one. Yeah, I know. The antidote has been visited with Jared and Beth Salty of The Royal Foundry. Guys, I got to thank you a lot for uh, sitting down with us and sharing your thoughts and feelings about the new album wherever we go.
2: Thank you.